Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Friday, June 17th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. A flurry of bill signings from Missouri Governor Mike Parson includes several education provisions, like designating the third week of September as Historically Black Colleges and University Week. That's something Democratic Senator Barbara Washington has been working on for five years. Federally, uh, President Carter did make it like a day. There's now a conference um, to bring more attention, awareness, funding, and students to Missouri to our uh, two HBCUs. Those two colleges are Harris-Stowe State University in St. Louis and Lincoln University in Jefferson City. The education elements in the six bills signed yesterday by Governor Parson also involve student-athletes profiting off their name and likeness. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg reports. Last year, the Missouri legislature passed a bill later signed into law that gives collegiate athletes the ability to earn compensation for the use of their name, image, likeness, and athletic reputation. Now, a new law expands that right by allowing colleges, coaches, or others associated with an athletic department to identify or assist with those opportunities. Eli Drinkwitz, the head coach for the University of Missouri's football team, says it allows coaches to provide more mentorship with navigating this issue. I think it's just the next step right now in in order to basically put safe, safety guardrails and provide more uh, information on something that's not uh, well known right now. Missouri is one of over 15 states in the country that have similar bills allowing athletes to profit off of their name and likeness. In Jefferson City, I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio. The St. Louis Development Corporation is seeking a consulting firm to help investigate inefficiencies at the agency. The decision follows revelations that a property sale led to the federal indictment of a St. Louis alderman. The Midwest Newsroom's Kayvon Mansouri has more. The Development Corporation's board approved a request for proposals seeking firms to review internal operations of the agency. Agency officials say they know there's a need to get advice from industry professionals about best practices. The move comes just weeks after the indictment of former alderman Jeffrey Boyd, who was charged for allegedly accepting bribes and other favors from a businessman. In return, officials say Boyd helped the man buy land from SLDC for well below its value. SLDC Executive Director Neil Richardson says consultation is the best way for the agency to grow and serve the city. So our goal, again, is to ensure that we are being more transparent, more consistent, and more readily responsive to uh, the needs of our partners, customers, and community. For the Midwest Newsroom, I'm Kayvon Mansouri. St. Louis County Department of Public Health Acting Director Faisal Khan will step down this summer. His last day will be September 2nd. County Executive Sam Page is praising Khan's response to the pandemic and his focus on reproductive health. An interim director will be chosen before Khan's last day. Enslaved black Missourians who fought for their freedom in St. Louis courts will be honored with a memorial in front of St. Louis Civil Court. The Freedom Suits Memorial Ceremony will be held Monday to observe Juneteenth. St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson reports. The Freedom Suits Memorial includes a 14-foot bronze statue on top of black granite with the names of 330 enslaved black people. The plaintiffs sued their slaveholders in the early to mid-1800s in Missouri. During that time, blacks could not testify on their behalf, so they needed the help of white lawyers. They will be recognized along with white jurors and judges who helped enslaved people sue for their freedom. Paul Venker is chair of the Freedom Suits Memorial Steering Committee. He 
says the plaintiffs helped change the way America saw Black people. They weren't just property. They were people who had a right to have their freedom. A virtual learning platform will be installed on the Million Dollar Memorial site in coming months. I'm Andrea Henderson, St. Louis Public Radio. The World Cup soccer tournament is coming to Missouri in 2026. The governing body of world soccer has selected Kansas City as one of the 16 cities to host matches for the international event. They will be at Arrowhead Stadium, which is home to the Kansas City Chiefs. Exact dates have not been announced. Atlanta, Houston, Toronto, and Mexico City are just some of the other cities in the U.S., Canada, and Mexico selected for the tournament. Some of the items we are following today in the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom. The Archdiocese of St. Louis has resumed offering the full sacrament of the Eucharist, where, in part, parishioners drink from the same cup. The Archdiocese suspended the distribution of communion by chalice in 2020 to reduce the spread of COVID-19. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker has signed a pair of measures to help sexual assault victims. One enhances protections for people under the influence of drugs or alcohol. The law now makes clear that any intoxicated person cannot consent. And St. Louis is planning a flag-raising ceremony this afternoon to honor this weekend's Juneteenth holiday. The event featuring a Juneteenth flag will take place at City Hall. No podcast Monday. Rachel Littman will be behind the microphone Tuesday. I'm back Wednesday. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Have a great weekend. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.